0: boys and girls. This is Miss Kathy. We're in the middle of the Christmas season, and we thought we'd bring you some stories from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories. After the Christmas season, we'll be returning to our regularly scheduled shoebox mystery books. Christmas is a special time of year, a time to celebrate the birth of baby Jesus, who was born in a stable. Shepherds, after being serenaded by angels, rushed over to find the baby lying in a manger. Wise men, carrying gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, followed a bright star until it led them to the baby king. What about you? Will this Christmas bring you closer to Jesus? I hope so, and I hope that the Jesus of Christmas will live in your heart throughout the year. Helen Lee Robinson, Editor Real Christmas Love by Lois May Cuhel A fine drifting of snow had settled over the walk and shrubs as Jerry Krimmer started toward Mr. Sinocht's small grocery store. It would be nice to have snow for Christmas. There wouldn't be much else. Mother's wages barely covered the expenses of their home, food, and clothing, but they were more fortunate than many families in this part of the city. Some of the children at Jerry's school had almost nothing to bring for their lunches. Mother had promised there would be a special Christmas dinner. And there will be something in your stocking, she had promised her son. Jerry smiled, for he also knew there would be the toy from the party at the fire station. Each year, the firemen gave a party for the children of the neighborhood. There would be a bag of candy and a toy under the tall Christmas tree. The little grocery store was warm after the wind that had brought the powdery snow, and Mr. Sinocht always had a smile and a happy greeting. "'That's all the things your mother asked for,' Mr. Sinocht said with his German accent. He put the few items from Jerry's list into a brown bag. You are a fine boy, Jerry. I have a little surprise for you. The man's face crinkled into folds of merriment as he reached into the candy case. His hand popped something into Jerry's bag of groceries. Jerry knew that when he reached home he would find a piece of wrapped candy at the bottom of the bag. As he walked home from the market, he looked up at the big tenement building. He smiled and waved. Little Leanne Hauer sat at the second-floor window as she often did when he came from school or the grocery store. Leanne waved at him, but she didn't smile. Not once had Jerry ever seen her smile. Leanne was six, and she was crippled. Even when the weather was good, she couldn't go out to play with the other children. Last spring, her family had moved here from Texas. Her father was out of work because he was ill most of the time. A sad look replaced Jerry's smile. The Hower family had even less than they did. The fine snow had melted, but more had come to take its place before the afternoon of Christmas Eve arrived. Jerry walked quickly toward the fire station and the Christmas party. As he passed the dingy tenement building, he looked up. But this time, Leanne wasn't at the window. She wouldn't be able to go to the party as the other children could. Though Jerry was early, some of the children had arrived ahead of him. The tree was even taller and more glittery than Jerry had thought it would be. For a long time, Jerry studied the toys. His eyes always came back to the kit for making a covered wagon. There were two oxen to pull the wagon. At school, they had read about the pioneers and frontiersmen who had traveled west in wagon trains. Jerry wanted one of those kits more than anything else, even more than a truck or a baseball. Boys from his school stood nearby talking about which toys they would choose. A tall fireman announced that the children were to line up and draw numbers from his helmet. The numbers would say in what order they could choose their gifts. One by one, the children stepped forward to choose. Two of the wagon kits were gone. Jerry held his breath. What if all the wagon kits were chosen before his turn came? Then it was Jerry's turn, and he stepped forward, relieved that two of the wagon kits remained. He began to reach for one of them, but his hand stopped. Beside the kit was a pretty little doll dressed in a white ruffled dress. Leanne's sadness filled Jerry's mind. Something as pretty as that doll would surely bring a smile to her face. Jerry closed his eyes and paused. He swallowed hard. "'Don't take all day!' the boy behind him snapped. "'We want to choose, too!' Jerry closed his eyes again, shutting out the wagon kit. The boy nudged him hard. "'Come on, choose!' Jerry reached for the doll. He heard a gasp of surprise from one of the boys. Then someone giggled. "'Hey, look what Jerry chose! A doll!' one of the guys laughed. Some of those who had already chosen crowded around Jerry. "'Isn't that cute?' someone taunted. "'A doll for little Jerry!' Jerry clutched the doll tightly, trying to push away from the crowd, but they wouldn't let him through. For a moment, he wanted to turn and put the doll back under the tree, but suddenly he didn't care about their teasing, not nearly as much as he cared about Leanne having something for Christmas. At last, the boys allowed him to leave, though their jeers and laughter followed him out the door. Jerry heard footsteps behind him. It was Ken, a quiet boy who lived a few blocks from Jerry. "'I'd like to walk part way with you,' Ken said." Jerry nodded. I i know the doll is a gift for someone, Ken said shyly. Quickly, Jerry told him about Leanne. I guess she's almost forgotten how to smile, he ended. Ken paused only a moment before passing his bag of candy to Jerry. Here, take this to her. And Jerry, whenever you want to, you can come over and play with my covered wagon kit. We'll share it. Jerry grinned at his new friend, and Ken turned to go home. As Jerry went up the steps to the old tenement building, he felt happier than he had for a while. He could hardly wait to see Leanne's face when she learned that she hadn't been forgotten this Christmas.
1: The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories, a compilation from various writers for Guide magazine, edited by Helen Lee Robinson and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. As our special gift to you, we will be sharing one of these stories every day between now and Christmas. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.